Hobby Addicts の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addicts.And now, here are your anime addicts. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 169th episode of the Animatics Anonymous podcast. <laughs> Got it. So, someone nice. is just like sitting off to the side. Hobby <laughs> addicts are here.、Works? And、yep. <laughs> hobbies are name, hobbies are game, bitches. And it's time to bring you some hobbies because we've all been doing things outside of anime on our free time. What if your name was Hobby? Would you be upset? That would be an interesting、What? name for like a dog, maybe. Oh,、hmm. come here, and, hobby.、Uh, let's see. Well, hobby. what do we got going on here on this hobby addicts? I went to a big fucking water park, as I wrote in the document. Biggest water park、Good. in the United States. Mandy went to Gen Con. Mason watched Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie. And Enzo is currently watching 1000 Thieves play 100 for the playoffs. Thieves. Sorry, please. 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves. Please, please, please respect the name. And、uh, he's probably going to be agonizing and giving play by play commentary throughout the episode. But I'm glad to have all of you at home listening in. And thank you for joining us today. I thank you very much. I thank you very much. Welcome. I'm happy to be back after a small hiatus with、yes. unfortunate events and, and moving. Welcome back, Enzo, to the fold. We missed you、yes. so much. It's and, nice、um, to be back, friends. You know what? The children, the, the children missed you as well. Oh, of course. I'm so glad. I'm here for them, honestly. <laughs> Gather around Daddy Enzo. He's going to tell bedtime stories. Okay.、Good. So,、um, I'll just go first. Mine's not, not going to take a lot of time. Yesterday was my birthday.、Um, I'm now even older than I was before. And I went Happy to. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank, thank you. We are in the same month, so I will be joining you shortly. And I, I, am I older than you, Mandy, or younger? Yeah, Only by like a couple weeks. I'm always going to be older than you, Mandy. Just remember、Damn、that. <laughs> We're、so. all grouped together in the world. Oh,、August. yeah, because me and Mason are like days apart. Yeah. So <laughs> I went to Waterworld, which is in Denver, and it's a 64 acre water park, supposedly the biggest water park in the United States. And it, had, it boasts something like 40 water slides,、um, a wave pool that's giant. You know, a huge lazy river has all, has all the, has everything you'd want. I'm just going to kind of give you my top three favorite yeah, slides、dude. from the park. And then I'm going to tell you about this wicked damn sunburn I have. Oh my God. So, <laughs> you feeling the burn here, friend? I am a little bit. So, my lovely、yeah. girlfriend bought me my ticket to the water park and she bought a fast pass to the park as well. So, we were going on this ride. I can't remember what it was called, but. It starts off, you have to climb this like tower. So we're climbing this tower, and, and we must have walked past 200 people in line. And we walked right to the front and got on. We didn't wait at all.、Um, but that ride is the most, one of the most popular in the park. So we only got to skip the line once. We only rode it once. So what you do is you start off in like a four person inner tube. It's kind of like a giant, it's almost like four inner tubes like glued together almost. You sit in it, and they push you down this chute. And you go down this dark tunnel, and it's pretty steep. Like, it kind of like, made my stomach kind of wrench, wrench a little bit. You go down this really steep drop into this tunnel, and it spits you out into what can only be described as, as a toilet bowl that's flushing.、Mm. Oh. 
And it's got it's got this like swirling water. It's about twenty five feet circle, circular like disc that you're in, and you you're, you're you're spinning, you're going around this like this flow of water in this big like oh, toilet no, bowl. Thank you. And then when you mm-hmm. get to the middle of the toilet bowl, it sucks you down into the hole in the middle, and you go down another chute, and then it shoots you down another huge drop, and you go through under a waterfall, and then you come out the bottom. It's that pretty cool. Sick. It's like being flushed down a toilet. It was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, sounds like it would make me so sick. Did you did you feel like a piece of poop? I did. Nice. <laughs> I've got to ask what what was the uh, the pH level of the park? pH level. Yeah. Because this uh, test strips with them. No, this was in uh this like water park was the like inspiration for the one in the South Park episode. Oh. When they do the pH strips, because. People keep on ping in the pool, and they're like, "What's the pH okay. level?" And they're like, "It was all P, no H." Oh, uh, gross! Oh, okay. <laughs> all P, baby. So yeah, yeah. I, I've actually been to the town that inspired South, the, the town in South Park too, by the way. At this point, um, so that was that was number one. Number two, it's almost like a water roller coaster. You start off three pe- three or four people in this like rubber thing, and you kind of have to sit in it with your legs, Indian style, and it and it and it launches you through like this series of it's basically a roller coaster, and there's like really there's like really steep drops, and then you go up, then you go down, you go to, it drops you again, and there's like lots of spots where there's like where there's like rope like rope over um almost like netting over the track for safety, and um it's it's all it's all controlled by like by 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 water jets and your and your own natural like propulsion from you know dropping going down downhill and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, that was another ride where we got to skip the line that was just horrendous. I mean, the, the theme park was, as you can imagine, a Saturday in Denver on a hot day. This theme park was packed. I mean, it was just absolutely just packed. Whoever owns this place is making a shitload of money. But it was really cool. Um, the whole that ride was pretty long actually. I think it lasted a couple minutes and. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot, and then the third one. The third one's kind of hard to describe, but it's um it's had a very short line because it was very intimidating looking, and it's kind of like it's kind of like being if you were to fold a piece of paper, um not not fully in half, but like fold it with your hand so that there's like an so that there's like a curve a curve at the bottom. Imagine being dropped down like almost straight down one side of this piece of paper. And then you go immediately up the other side of the piece of paper, and you just kind of go back and forth, like just over and over again. Uh, so you climb up this big tower. They put you in like a, a four-person inner tube, and they just drop you, and you fall. I swear, you fall straight down. You fall like straight down, probably twenty feet, and twenty, twenty-five maybe. And then you you go up the other side, and you go up about twenty-five feet, and you're just like completely vertical going up the other side. And then you just kind of go back and forth, back and forth. Until you um, until you naturally stop, and then they let you out, and then they help you out. It, it was it was pretty cool. It was a good time. I will go. I, I I'll probably go again. But the the sun in Denver is not to be underestimated. The um, at one point during the day, I've noticed that my arms are getting a little red, and I was like, oh, well, my arms are red. They don't hurt yet. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And we we applied sunblock twice. But I promise you that my I I'm not exaggerating when I say that probably seventy percent of my body is sunburned. And um, it, but not to the extent that I'm in pain because I'm really not in any pain. But when I got back to my place yesterday, yeah. I had the most insane sun or heat or heat rash you've ever seen. I mean, my whole left shoulder was like a giant welt. I I had a welt on my hip the size of a dollar bill. 
I mean, Ill, it was dude. absolutely Fuck. unbelievable. So I took a shower. I rubbed my whole body with like aloe and and uh, like you know aloe lotion. Took took a couple of Advil and it was gone in about ninety minutes. But the sun in Denver is not to be underestimated. You're closer to the sun. The atmosphere's thin, and man, you just get if it's whether it's hot or not outside, you are going to get destroyed. So let, let this be a lesson to Mason, who's going to climb a mountain with us. Because if that's yeah. a, if that's the sun at five thousand feet, imagine it at the top of the tallest mountain in Colorado. So I'll yeah. I'll I'll bring protection. Yeah, bring like SPF seventy five <laughs> or whatever. So yeah, it was fun. I, I had a good time. I'm thirty four now. I don't feel thirty four. You know, my girlfriend's a lot younger than I am, so she's keeping me young. Um, and Those. I'm, Fast passes are so necessary. We, when we went to uh, the last time I went to um, Universal Studios, we had a fast pass, and man, it, it's like if you don't have that, you barely get to do anything. Yeah, it's, those it's lines a, are ridiculous. It, it was. It makes me wonder, like, what if everybody bought it though? You know, like, what if, you know, like, what happens then? So this place has a limit. Not very fast. This place. Yeah. This, this place has a daily limit. You can only buy. There's only so many available per day. So gotcha. Yeah, but the tickets are I think they're like eighty dollars for 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 four people can get on the same fast pass for eighty bucks. So but big big thank you to my girl for, for doing that for me. That was a lot of fun. And Sounds now, fun, yeah. Yeah, and happy I, birthday. Thank you. Thank you happy very much. Birthday. And I now pass the torch to the lovely Mandy who's gonna talk Gen Con and enthrall oh, us yeah. all with, with tales of her heroism. Yeah, so uh I, my sister came home last weekend, so we hung out. Um, on Friday, we went and saw the new Lion King movie, which I don't recommend. <laughs> I, uh, oh, no, I why think, not? Visually, I think it's really impressive because I think, obviously, they're not real animals, at least not all the time, but the CG in it is so, uh, like, so impressive because they look so realistic. But I think the problem comes with that is that you the humor in it falls really flat compared to the um original disney movie which was very expressive with uh you know their the cartoon style so i feel like when it goes from that to rea- realistic the humor doesn't carry over well you know <laughs> and i actually didn't think about that at all until now until you're saying that like yeah you're right like i yeah, can't pi- i can't picture those songs with those cg models no, they, it, it, these songs in it were not as good either, in my opinion. But um, yeah, like when they're, you know, joking around, they don't get that same kind of amount of movement or facial expressions because they look like real animals and real animals can't move their faces like that. So yeah, <laughs> How, how's my boy wow. Zazu look? Yeah, how's Zazu looking? Zazu's all right. The thing is, they, okay, they look okay. so real. But yeah, I don't recommend it. It, it was pretty boring to me. But um, no, 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 Hakuna Matata. No, those were in it. I just didn't think that they were as good as the original. Like, no. I don't think the singers in this one. Like, and I know Beyonce's in it. I honestly didn't think these songs were as good as the original, though. <laughs> um, like, you don't get all of the crazy like things that they did, like in um, "Can't Wait to Be King" or "Hakuna Matata," because they can't do that. They can't. They can't show realistic lions. Like jumping from the heads Stacking of, on top giraffes, of giraffes, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it Are just they- doesn't work. <laughs> but um, so we did that. I, I mean, we had fun, but I don't really recommend it. Then the next day we went to Gen Con, which for those who don't know, it's an Indiana convention for tabletop gaming. It's so the they, promised land. 
the promised land of D&D and all things tabletop. Oh, yeah. And I go a lot. Um, I didn't go last year, but this year I went again with my sister. That's why she came home for the weekend. And so we got to play a lot of games there. I got um, Margaret Weiss, who is the author for Dragonlance. She was yes. there. Yes. And I got um, her to sign one of my books. Um, so that that's was so nice because cool. I, that's you so know how cool, much dude. I love Dragonlance. <laughs> yes, that's so sick, bro. I'm happy for you. Yeah, and I got her to sign the Raceland Chronicles, which are my favorite. Like, Raceland's one of my favorite character. fictional characters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we did that, and um, we played a fuck ton of games, and I took yeah, down a bunch did. of lists of ones that we played. I bought a couple. My mom, my sister bought one, and she bought some dice, too. And then um, um, I know Critical Role was there. Dice. Oh, yeah, they were. Oh, yeah, they were. But it's so expensive to get in, and it was already full, so we didn't do that. Yeah, I, but, I can I can only imagine. Like, I, and I said this to you over text. Like, I like every time they go to a con now, it's insane. Like, it's yeah. insane. I can't imagine what it's like at fucking Gen Con, where like they walk yeah. those floors as gods at Gen Con. Like, holy shit! <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, we didn't go see Critical Role. Plus, I'm not caught up on the current campaign, so it would be silly for me to go anyways. Yeah, you would you would be a little lost because a lot yeah. of just a lot of just happened in, like the last three weeks. I love the chance to meet them, but I don't want to skip so far ahead in the mm-hmm. campaign and have to pay like hundreds of dollars for that. Yeah, so, I, I get that. Um, but so some of the games that we did play, I played a lot of really good ones and some that were, eh, they're all right. Uh, the first one that we got to play, and this these are just the ones that I remember. We played tons of them and I have so many cards from businesses going, uh, come check out our games. <laughs> I have tons of stuff on me now. But uh, the first one we looked at was kind of, a, it's a very simple um I would say almost a children's game called Here Kitty Kitty, where Cute. basically the objective is to collect cats in your home. Cute. <laughs> it was like, it's a dice rolling game and you just, oh no, I'm sorry, no, it wasn't dice, it was cards. You pull cards and then you try to get cats from the neighborhood to move into your house. And it was, it was like three to five players, I think. I think the developer was Fireside Games. I wrote down some of the publishers, not all of them though. That one was Fireside Games. And I mean, it was fun in about 30 minute <gasps> gameplay. Um, the second one that we played, which I really per- wanted to purchase, but they were sold out instantly, apparently. Wow, that's crazy. It's called Mystery House. This oh, is by okay. an Italian um, developer called Cranio Creations. And Mystery House is an escape room board game. Oh, shit. No and way. Really? Fuck. I okay. put, I took, well, I'm sorry. I actually forgot to take pictures a lot of the times, but here I'll put inside of our streaming chat, live stream mm-hmm. chat, some pictures. Um, this one I did not take. It's just from their website. This is what it's called. This is what it is. So Ooh. Mystery House, it comes in this giant like cardboard box. So there is some assembly to it. And it relies on, or I mean, it you goes along with the app too. So you have, you have to have like an iPhone or tablet or something to download the app as well. So there is some like um, barrier there, I guess, if you don't have one of those. But anyways, you have to download the app for it, and you um, it starts off with like a timer uh, on the app, and then you get to look around at all these different 
things on the box and then you can go into the app and they have like each of them will have like a slot of like number of like the the letter and number of this space so you might see a picture of a bag there then you go in the app and say i want to see what's in the bag in c1 and then it'll tell you on the app oh you found this item draw this card or take this card out and then you go oh okay i found some keys and then there's like a door on maybe d5 or something then you go into the app and say item key on d5 door and then i'll say you open up the door pull out the slots and you pull oh, out the slot snap. and then it goes in like it's a it's the the box keeps going in farther and farther and then all of a sudden you see a room there and then you can what? look at things inside that room it was Dude, really cool what? we had That's so much crazy. fun we got to play an entire game with uh, a group of people. So we're all shouting at each other to look at different things. Um, the demo was much shorter than the time that they give you. So we did not get to finish it. Uh, just because, you know, there are so many people and they're trying to get them all through to be able just to play it. Um, and like there are some puzzles in there. It'll say you collected this map and there's some information on the map. And then you try to figure out like there's like a note to check out something on like the map. It, you know, you're trying to gain or try to put hints together to solve puzzles so it was a lot of fun i asked to buy it and they said that they were sold out in two hours (laughs) they must be so so happy though oh my god (laughs) so yeah i put that on my list of things to look for in the future um another game that we played that i don't have i forgot to write down the information on it because my sister purchased it and i just forgot (laughs) it's called master thief and it was a lot of fun where it's a card game where uh, you are try- you are all thieves trying to steal things from a museum and you make like a giant museum pile kind of go fish style on the table of all of these different items in there but there's also alarms stuck in there and everyone loses if those three alarm if you ever get three alarms that go off uh, so what you do is you draw an item from the museum, you get like steal things from there and then I'll tell you how many cards to draw and you get thief cards. Those thief cards you can use to try and steal more items or you could try to swap things with people. You could try to get them, you can try to screw over other thieves. And at any point, in the, and you also have a calling card and you get extra points if you get those specific items. Like I was playing with the group at Gen Con, I, my calling card was I get extra points for paintings and statues. So for every painting and statue I get in my stash, I will get extra points for those. So those are the ones that I'm aiming for. So I'm trying to steal paintings from other people, that kind of thing. But um, if ever there's three alarms that go off, everyone loses. But whenever you think you've accumulated enough points to win, you can choose to leave the museum. You're like, I got enough shit, I'm out. And then you can't play anymore until everyone else is done. Then they can continue trying to get more points than you. And then at one point they can say, I think I have enough points. I'm leaving. But if while they're playing, if they ever trip the alarm, they automatically lose. So then it's up to whoever got out of the museum to add up their points to figure out who wins. That sounds super cool. I love mechanics, man. That's just yeah. so smart. Oh that, sounds like, that sounds very you, Mandy. I got to say that game. Master Thief? Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We played it uh, at Gen Con with some people. I won. I won with 31 points. <laughs> and it was funny because the guy is demoing it. He's looking at my cards. and goes, oh. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't blame you for just take it off. So I won that round. And then we went home because my sister, when she comes home, she stays with my parents. We went back to my parents' house. We played with my mom. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> my mom really enjoyed that game. 
Um, I need to get my parents into board games, man. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try. That's good. That's good. <laughs> are you going to go for like new board games or are you going to go like old school board games? I'll, I, I'll start with like Catan, you know? All right. So Catan's Catan's you got to play the best game of all time, which I don't think is a board game, but it is perfection and it is called perfection. I don't that's think I've the, ever that's played the name of the game. You that. never played Perfection, that like Hasbro Ooh. game where you like fit the shapes in the slots, and it like has a ticking timer, and if you don't place everything in time, it like explodes up. I've seen that. It's oh yeah, it's pure pressure. Yeah, and it's for like <laughs> six year olds, and it's amazing. Just gotta teach me about anxiety real quick. It's for six yeah, it year olds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or, did you play? Did you play another one, Mandy? I have a whole list of them. Oh, can you give us one more, please? I'm like so into you talking about this shit. Do you want me to just do one more? Because I yeah, got please. some really cool shit oh. on here. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not speaking about a hobby today, so you can take my time. Are you sure? Yeah, dude. Please, I'm like fucking. I love. Okay. What's, what's the uh, update on the, on the 100? Oh, yeah, yeah, here's here's the update. Hundred thieves, motherfucking, just won. They beat CLG. With this, they have the opportunity to play for. Uh, tiebreakers to get the last sixth place spot in the playoffs. So had they lost, they would have been doomed Done. out of the playoffs. Done. So tonight, uh, because they won, I think at the end of today they're gonna it's gonna ha- it's gonna be a long night of like tiebreakers between a lot of teams for the sixth place spot because this split has been one of the closest split. All our, all the teams are good this year. All the teams win and lose. So there's like a four-way tiebreaker for sixth place. And and first place is only like two games ahead of like fourth. So it's it's it's, it's been a crazy and crazy season. And if it and if it and if a winner is not determined next week, a three-legged sack race will be held on alternate Saturdays until a winner is crowned. Thank you very much, Cotton. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, that's it. So under these one, baby, let's get it. <laughs> well, I can I can blow through some of these. So um, there is one called Bushido, where you it's almost exactly like Street Fighter type game, where um, yeah, I'll put up a picture of it. In this one, basically, you and one other person are fighting against each other, and you're doing different kind of moves and different kind of defense roles, trying to up your damage, and that's it. Functions a lot like. Uh, Street Fighter would, uh, if it, that were a board game. <laughs> um, another one that we, uh, that there was also another escape room one called Unlock, and that one was card based with an app. I considered buying it, but the guy said, I, I asked him, what is the replayability of this? He's like, there really isn't any. When Once you finish it, that's pretty much it. All you, re- all you can really do is pass it on to friends. Um, this one, it's not the same developer as Mystery House, but it does function sort of in the same way, except it's not as cool as like having a giant room that you get to explore through. This is basically just cards. Um, another one that we played, Obscurio, if you have ever played Mysterium, it's almost the same thing where you are in a group of people and you're using abstract images to try and figure out uh, what the game master, who is the person who has this tome, this book, is trying to tell you. So he will oh, show you man. two abstract images. He has an abstract image in behind, like in a list of a uh, spell book. And then he will show you two images that he pulled out himself to go these kind of, uh, and then he'll put like little pointer objects on the abstract images to point at things and say, um, these two things that I'm pointing at 
kind of match what my picture is. And then there's a trader among everyone. Everyone put their heads down. The trader will pick out more images based off of the hints that he gave you to try and mislead you. And then you put the images from the spellbook around the library, and then everybody has to vote on which one you think is the original, the, the actual tome that the game master picked out. And so you have to look at things like, like for me, there is one of like this stone gargoyle with red eyes and the two images he picked. One was pointing at um, like the red eyeglass on a character and the other one was pointing at a stone wall in like a dungeon. So I went that one, stone wall, red eyes. And that was it. So that's kind of how you play that game. You keep going down there until uh, you get the final image. Um, I, think too, there I think was... I'm too dumb to play these games. That sounds really complicated. <laughs> That sounds oh, no. wild, dude. I was going to say Stonewall Red Eyes is my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card. Dude, Stonewall Red Eyes <laughs> is so solid. It's a f- d- defense mode, 3,000 DP. Yeah, yeah, easy mode, dude. <laughs> um, there is a real fun lane one called... Uh, refuge. There's a zombie version and a kraken version. This one, you basically get different characters, and you get different cards to move them around the board, and the kraken has, like, tentacles, and there's a giant kraken. He's trying to eat you. You're trying to get from one end to the other end, and each of them have different abilities, and uh, different movement cards that say, move the kraken left, move the kraken right, that kind of thing. Um, And the zombie one is, of course, instead of a kraken and tentacles, it's just hordes of zombies. Uh, The the pieces are really cool, because they come really detailed, little plastic figures. But they come in blank colors, so you can paint them. Oh, um, yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Um, let me see. Do, 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 do. Uh, one of the ones that I bought oh, is called Potion. And this one is a very Potion. simple, easy game that you can just pull out and teach anyone to play. And it's really great travel size. Even Mitsuki? Even, Even me? Mitsuki. Oh, my yes. God. It must Even be for Mitsuki like, can play is, this. is it made for like three-year-olds? Basically. As long as you don't eat the pieces in it, you're good. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> so it comes with all these different little pieces. And basically the objective is everyone is trying to make this potion. And it starts off with everyone gets two blue beetles, two green vials, and two red mushrooms. And there are dice, which each of the dice, at one dice has one image of each on it and a couple blank sides. The other dice has two images of each and a couple and blank sides, and the last dice has three images and some blank sides. So if you're playing with only three people, you only want to use two of the dice because you're not going to have enough people to put ingredients in the potion. So you set the third dice aside. But um, then all you do is basically like a bluffing and guessing game. Uh, you roll the dice, and it'll tell you what ingredients need to go into the potion for it to work. So, say you roll it, and you get one blank dice on one die, but one blue beetle on the other. Then everybody picks one ingredient out of their hand at random and hides it. And then at the count of three, they'll all show an ingredient they chose. If one person chooses a blue beetle and the others choose, like, say, red mushrooms, that person gets to go into the potion because that's exactly what it needed. If more than one person chose a blue beetle, the potion is now toxic and they don't get in there. But the person who chose, if anyone chose not to put a blue Mm. beetle in and it goes toxic, they get to put theirs in. So it's a game of trying to guess what other people have used, what you think they're going to use, and it's it's sort of like that, a bluffing game. Like, you know, you want to keep, you always keep hidden what you have left. So you go, oh, I don't know, they might play a red mushroom. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It was a lot of fun. We played it with my mom last night and she was having a ball with it. <laughs> um, 
the last, I'll do this as the last one. I took a whole bunch of game notes, so, but I'll do this last one. The last one is Emberwind. Ooh, Emberwind. Like, I like, amazing already. I like the name. That's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> Emberwind was kickstarted recently by, it was a Canadian company called, um, let me see. Do, 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 do. I had it down and then I forgot to look. Nomnivore. Nomnivore Games. Nomnivore. <laughs> Emberwind um, um, nom, 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 nom. Um, nom, is an automatic role-playing game, much like D&D, but D&D needs a game master. This one does not. So if, like, when you're ever in D&D, someone's like, you know what, I really don't want to be a game master anymore, RDM. I just really want to play with you guys. Now, you don't need one. Emberwind functions without a DM because everything, um, the story goes choose your own adventure. So everyone gets to decide on what you want to do. Choose your own adventure style. But then also in the, um, like the, everyone, you know, the same thing as uh, D&D. Everyone has their own class with their own list of abilities that they want to do. And combat functions similarly to that. But when you go into like enemy, um, there are automatic rules for enemies and bosses where it will say to roll to see what they do. Like roll to see if they move five move spaces to the left and then use a ranged attack. And you always want to choose the worst option for your team for bosses and fights and enemies. So it's like, uh, like if you move five spaces to the right and use a ranged attack, you attack the moment mm. the person closest to you, that sort of thing. Mm. So um, and the artwork in it is really pretty. It looks a lot like uh guild wars and i said that and i felt kind of bad because the guy's like man we get that a lot oh, <laughs> oh. i got to play it there oh it do- uh, it does look like guild it looks wars. exactly like it guild looks wars. exactly like guild wars yeah, yeah and, um, you shouldn't have ripped oops. it off <laughs> <laughs> it so exactly i bought the like campaign book for that because i would love to play with people and i got the cloth maps that came with it because mm. they had a promo where you get those like half off if you buy a the map like book. a full ass fucking map Full ass yeah. fucking map. Holy shit. Cloth maps. I'm sorry, for encounters. It has like, yeah, it has like square spaces sick. on it. Yeah. What are you talking? That's amazing. <laughs> um, I didn't buy the counters for it, but because I figured people could just use their own figures. We don't really need one, <laughs> need counters mm-hmm. for it. But mm-hmm. uh, everything also is available in PDF form. So if you want to download all of the character sheets or download a um, blank sheet to make your own character, like a guide to how to make your own character, you can do that as well. So that was really cool. And because it doesn't need a DM to function, I thought that would be a lot of fun to play with other people. So you don't you don't have to look around like, who's going to DM our group? Because <laughs> I feel bad for that person who's always like, oh, I'm always chosen to DM. Well, you so, had, uh, yeah, you had we a played a time. shit ton of games. There's more, but those are the ones that stood out to me. All right. Well, the moral of the story is go to Gen Con if you like board games. And, yes. Uh, if you want to hear more about any of the other games Mandy played, hit her up on the Discord, and I'm sure she'll be more than happy to talk to you about it, right? Of course. All right, Mason. That's me. I've been, I've been interested in this <laughs> yeah. movie. I'm interested in this movie. I want to hear more about it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, my hobbies are things that like I pursue with like robotic automation. Like every day, I'm doing the same things. I go to work, study Japanese, work out, and it's the same thing week in week out. Yeah. Uh, but when a new Tarantino movie comes out, I break the mold and I you try gotta, to go see it. You gotta go see it. Yeah. Well, I try to. 
So Saturday starts off as any other. Like I wake up, study like half of my Japanese vocab, and I start preparing for the podcast tomorrow while working through the other half. And I do laundry. Boom. Done. Three birds, one stone. It's all going well. It's gym time. But before I go, I watch the latest uh, Dumbbell Nankilo Motru <laughs> to prepare the routine for the next cycle of the Discord's Health Club. So I do that. I lift, finish up Attack on, season, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2. It's great. Everything's going fantastic. We're uh, at maximum uh-oh. productivity today, folks. So I go home. I select my movie time. I'm thinking 7.30 at a theater about 20 minutes away. And I'm like, like, you know what? This movie is about three hours long. I want to be focused for this. Damn, so I decide a long-ass movie. Cr- crush a quick nap. You know, you want to you be there. Long. So I wake up at 6.30. We're doing well. Clean the kitchen a bit, and then I head out at like 6.50. So by the time I get there, park, pay, get a quality seat, settle in, I'm, I'll be set. We're going well. This day is I'm running for, I'm smoothly. I'm waiting for the imminent collapse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're rolling at peak efficiency until I get this text. For you see, when I leave the house, I often leave the door unlocked if my roommate is still there. Because we live Uh-oh. in a safe area of suburbia. Oh, no. Weather was rather nice. So, like, we leave the door open and just like the screen. So we get a nice breeze in there. Splendid. However, when I leave the abode, I notice that my roommate's vehicle is gone. <gasps> So it means he's already he's already left the house. No problem. So oh, I go I back. For I go back. Never mind. And I, yep. I lock the he's door. He's dead. Because you know, no. safety never hurt anyone. Course, you know, he's gone. Yeah. I'm leaving. Let's lock up. Lock the door. Snap cut to me in the theater, uh-huh. moments of the way from like the last stragglers to find their seats coming back with their concession right. spoils. Uh huh. I've already silenced my phone, but I'm just yes. you know going chilling. through Discord, doing chilling. my thing. Yeah, chilling. Uh, and, and then I get the, the text in my oh. notification bar. Oh, and it no. just says, be right back. What? And I'm like, okay. Innocent enough message from the roommate letting me know that he'll be no doubt returning from which from where he ventured to. Uh-huh. So we usually don't keep each other in the loop on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I just replied, oh, uh, I actually headed out myself. That was the of last course. time that we ever heard. From Mason's roommate. Of course, I, much like you, dear viewer, have suspected what the following conversation might entail. Because the next two messages come back to back, dealing a one-two blow to would my chill, line. Would chill Mason to the bone. And it just says, is house locked? Oh, boy. I, then I take keys off when I go to golf. So, like... What? He didn't take his keys? He didn't take his keys with him. For so, what? I'm renting from this individual. He has given me a good monthly rate... And uh-huh. has been very accommodating and having another person in his domain. Right. He keeps his stuff really tidy. And like pretty much has been almost to the day, the one year anniversary of when I started living here. Uh-huh. And I hope to continue to do so. So my decision is made clear before me in the path of fate. Cast oh. by the light of good deeds that I must <laughs> yeah. maintain. And I must, must simply follow it. The karma must be maintained. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, you know, he asks, you know, when are you going to get back? You know, I already know. I already know how this works. I'm going to be gone for at least another three hours. Four hours at least. At least. Like, and this guy's coming back soon to a a place he can't get back into. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I desperately claw at phantom numbers. I'm doing mental math there, trying to calculate that with like, if if I drive really fast, can I make a 40 minute round trip before previews end? 
But uh, Mazda has not yet developed the capacity for light speed travel. Yep. So I, uh, I, I just leave. I, I can't stay. So I return home, unlock the door for him, and just lock up my disappointment when he returns from like the grocery store a couple minutes later. So I was, I was in the theater. I was paid. I was swiped. I was in. And uh, I, I had to return. That's yeah. crazy. So you haven't seen the so, movie? So I actually, nope. So I'm not going to leave you guys that depressed. So although it's not as aesthetically pre- pleasing as going at night, uh, I just went to a uh, matinee, matinee showing yeah. today. And it was a pretty good movie. It was a slow burn. It was kind of like the Hateful Eight-esque in its slow plod to the a brutal climax. And what it is was, this about? So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, for, for the most part, is just a love letter from Tarantino, the director who did like Kill Bill, yeah. mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know, uh, Pulp Fiction, all that good stuff. It's like his homage to like the 1960s Hollywood scene. And it follows the life of a like a B-list actor and his best friend slash stunt double, played by Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, respectively. And just kind of follows the two of them, their kind of lives as they move around sets and within Hollywood and some encounters with some other famous actors that you've heard through, you know, history or films. And there's some different cults and I don't want to spoil too much, but it, it was like a weird mix because Tarantino loves putting these references into his movies normally. And he does it more than ever here, but it doesn't feel like a Tarantino movie because of course these references would be here. The movie takes place in this era. So it's like simultaneously the most Tarantino movie ever while not feeling like a Tarantino movie because like all his quirks are kind of hidden and embedded into the the scene, the setting of the movie. But uh, it's it's pretty darn fun, and it's it's a slow burn. I'd say it's like a mid mid tier movie within his ranks. For Tarantino, AKA, it's a phenomenal film, and I'll definitely need to like chew on it a bit more before you know deciding where it goes amongst the ranks. But it's. It's definitely cool. I don't know if I'd recommend like, oh, you've got to see it on like a big scene or a big screen because there are no big like over the top scenes like some of his other films have or it's not like a blockbuster in that regard. But uh, it was nice. It was a good time and I enjoyed it. Well, fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Happy well, you finally you. got to see it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I, was, I, I was, was, I was, I was so upset. When I, when I go watch it, I'll let you know so we can discuss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's Tarantino. You got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah, and I appreciate <laughs> the very humorous commentary. We try. Oh, yeah. You know, I just... The best things in life, sometimes you got to fight to get them. And uh, mm. this pushed back at the last second, so... Wow. Made it that much more rewarding when I finally got to enjoy it. When you toy, when you tasted Sweet Victory? Yes, it was... Uh, I see. It was great. And, uh, of course, the second best part about going to see the movies is the, the previews right oh, yeah. before... You get those longer extended cuts. Um, There's the new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix Mm -hmm. coming out in fall. Oh, yeah. That looked very menacing and creepy. It actually looked really good. 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 The the new Destiny's, or no, not Destiny, Charlie's Angels Mm -hmm. uh, looks actually like a bunch of fun. The gun effects were very cheap, but it was way better than 
I think I was expecting it to look. Those movies haven't been good in like a long time, though. I mean, no, which is, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's not be, going to be good. Space for that to be good, but they need to just not fuck that up. Yeah. Um. There was. I feel like there was one other one that had a cool thing. There was a new Will Smith movie that did not look good. It was like Ooh. Gemini Man. Uh, that didn't look great. Is is Will Smith trying to make a comeback or what? Uh, I I wouldn't say like he's trying to achieve glory again, but like why not chase the bag? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Shit. I like Will Smith. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's, it's a good actor. So uh, of course but, I grew up with him. You oh. know, it's one of those things. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, we're you know we're pretty much out of time, but that was a nice meaty hobby addicts, of course. And uh, mm-hmm. next time, I know we're gonna have lots more to talk about. So. Yeah, and I know that. Um, hopefully, I'll get into some Dragon Quest Builders. I'm still trying to get through these other games. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear about that. Eventually, eventually, I know, I know. Okay. Oh, I, Mandy, I, I assume you didn't get to play much of WoW this past week weekend. No, any I didn't update, play yesterday. Any no. update from the uh, from your team, your crew? Um, they got any further? I, we got, or did they just not even, say, oh, Mandy's not here. Let's uh, close up shop. Oh, no. No, they played yesterday. I don't know how far they got, though. I didn't okay. really check with them, but we are not doing normal anymore because we, yeah, we played yeah. through normal with, on one attempt. So there was like no wipes. There's well, no reason for us to normal like four anymore. or five bosses yes. deep into heroic, right? Yes, we're five into heroic. Okay. So they're, they're five balls, out of five. Five out of eight, deep sorry. into heroic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing really good. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate you listening, and I hope you enjoyed hearing about all the hobbies. And uh, I hope that uh, you guys enjoy your own hobbies as well when you're in your own free time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, time for some podcast action. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out. See ya.